1: One of our favorite guest hosts, Fred Wilson, Fred Wilson Coaching Broker Extraordinaire, and uh, I think the perfect guest to have here, Fred, uh, on the day after Independence Day. There you go. Right. So, so I'm I'm Jesse Zagorski, uh, the host, Agent pa- Agent Power Huddle, and uh, man. Yesterday was Independence Day and our topic this morning, when I looked and saw it, I was like, this is perfect. It's like we it's like we plan this. Right. We're talking about because if you want to be independent as an agent. Right. We got to look at the five ways
0: that agents hold themselves
1: back. Would you think that's a good tie in thread to our, our topic today?
0: I do. I think there are certain things that uh, agents are doing. Often they're not aware of it that uh, get in the way. Sometimes they're aware of it, but they're not doing anything about it. Depends. All right. And if I've learned anything from doing other podcasts with you, it's that I'm going to talk
1: less and stay out of your way so we can get through all five points because otherwise we're not going to get through them all. And okay. I'll be the reason that. So um, before we dive into that, I want people in case this is their very first time, because I think a lot of our crew, they've heard you speak a number of times, but just in case they haven't, you have a claim to fame that I love. Over the course of your career, you've sold a very high amount of homes very consistently. So what is what is your your claim to fame in that respect?
0: Well, this is my 31st year in the business and I've averaged uh, one closed transaction a week, actually statistically more than that slightly, uh, a week for 30 years running. And uh, I don't do that with any marketing. I don't do that with any any database. Uh, I don't do that with any brand. So it's it's unusual to have that kind of consistency. I don't have a team. I have half an assistant. It's really just me, myself and Fred, but I have a certain mental and behavioral approach that is a difference maker and uh, that's what i teach agents all right so if you guys want to learn that how he has closed over one
1: deal a week consistently for over for over 30 years uh let's let's pretty we got five reasons that hold agents back so what's what's let's dive right in what's what's reason number one
0: well number one and this is a course in no necessarily particular order but the fact is agents tend to wait too much and there's a couple of ways to look at What I mean by that, Uh, obviously you can go into the dictionary and look up a word and you'll see definition one, definition two, definition three sometimes, right? So I I should probably frame what I mean by that they wait. I don't mean that they're lazy. I don't mean that they, they, they get, you know, get stuck on the couch. Now there certainly are licensees that have, have that issue, but anybody here, anybody following what we're doing, they're, they're trying to succeed. That's why they're here. They're willing to work. So that, that's not what I mean by waiting. What I mean is they align themselves exclusively. Now, I want to underline that word exclusively. Uh, it's the operative word, really, I guess, here to this definition. They, they, they align themselves exclusively with a presentation model and a future model in particular. Now, think of it from 30,000 feet. Let's look down at real estate sales. There are only two models that you can pursue generically only two a future model or a now model future modeling is when through indirect communication meaning advertising digital forms of, of of communication that could be social media whatever it is you you ping something out to to your audience to the public with the hope that because they're interested Because their timing's right, because you impress them in some way, they contact you. That's an indirect future model. Now, the rub with it, if it's exclusive, is you got to wait for that to kick in. You you have to do this repeatedly over time and have the right know-how in place. And there are great places to go get that new know-how great coaches who teach that. I I don't teach it. I just teach this one thing that I do, but there's all kinds of great coaching out there on how to set up that, that approach towards getting people someday to, to contact you. But there's a lot of breakage involved, meaning a lot of cost, takes money, takes time, and it takes effort and know-how. I mean, that's the reality. Okay. In my approach, I don't wait. I go direct. So I don't have all those other things and I don't have all that breakage. What I have are at bats. Now, what I mean by an at bat is I'm talking to people. Think of it with that baseball analogy. You want to score a run in baseball and you want to win the game. Now, if you're going to score a run, you got to first get up to bat so that you can hit the ball so that you can run the bases and and score. Talking to people is coming up to bat. If you're not talking to people, statistically, and this is key, statistically, today, you have almost a 0% chance of doing business. Today. In other words, this is a now model. It's not a future model. It's what are you doing today that will cause you to identify new business beginning today? It's a different model. Now, remember I said that operative word earlier. If you align yourself exclusively with a future model, it can be troublesome. And a lot of agents simply don't make it. You see the statistics don't lie. 85, 86, 87% of all new licensees are out of the business within the first three to five years in the business because they went broke. They weren't making enough money. They got on that future trained model. They didn't have the skill of a now model, and they couldn't make it. So, what, what I do is I teach agents to stop waiting and to start making money immediately. And that's why a lot of my production modelists who are new in the business start making money in the first month, two, three, do 20, 30 deals in their first year with no brand, with no future model built yet, no, no, nothing except they come up to bat and they've learned the skill of talking with people in discovery mode, which is the high skill in the business. So you got to stop waiting, agents. That doesn't mean don't have a future model, build your career. Absolutely. But you got to have a now model too. Th- that was going to be my question. So you, I totally make sense that you
1: have these people because there's some great methods to build that future model that more Mm. of like an attraction. I've always been told it's like an attraction based business, but the challenge is then you got to get something going in the meantime. So do you have agents? And I'm assuming it depends on the agent, how they're wired. Some agents, they learn the now model and that's all they focus on some that build the future business and do the now model while they're building that future business. And then they kind of switch over or do they kind of run both? Do you recommend you do both or does that that. that part not matter?
0: All of it. I've seen it all. Now I'm, As I like to joke, a living, breathing, walking, talking example of a derelict in the real estate business who makes a lot of money. Because if you have people analyze my business, there's not much to it. I I don't have a brand. uh, I don't have a social media platform. um, I don't do any marketing, zero cost, zero cost to that. I don't have a big database, but I'm very good at the now model part. Each day I make sure I'm talking two people. And when I talk to them, I get into discovery. It's, it's a technique, there's a skill and I get reveals. In other words, I'm able to identify where an opportunity is that's actionable now better than other agents are. And it's strictly a skill thing. So you see people who start that way and then they add the future model thing. You see people who kind of just stick with what I do and you see people who love the future model thing. And then they overlay the now model. So you see all different types. T-
1: totally makes sense. All right. Um, I want to make sure we get through all five because sure. I have so many questions. I always want to ask you, Fred. It's like, I just love talking to you. It's so much fun. All right. So, so what's, what's re- the number one is weight, which makes total sense. What's reason number two that agents hold themselves back.
0: They assume this is a problem. And again, got to define and I'm going to try and keep it tight here for the sake of our, our discussion. But in my book, the third law of success, I, I write, um assumption is the mother of limitation in other words in real estate sales the mistake that agents make is they assume because it's not obvious because they can't see it they assume there's no opportunity for them right now and so they get busy working to try and create it later back into future modeling Assumption takes you out. Assumption that there's no opportunity right now takes you out of today. And that's a problem. You have to switch your paradigm and start to learn and understand and embrace how opportunity actually works. And a little footnote, the only place you can ever find opportunity is in the now. You can never find it in the later because you're never in the later. So you got to watch out. You can hijack yourself right out of the game, right out of today, while you pursue this future thing. And it's based on assumptions. So watch out.
1: And I think given, given the shift in the market, I think this, is, this one's even, even more so. How, how does this law apply in, in, the, in a market that's shifting like right now?
0: It, it's the same. You know, the fundamentals never change. I mean, let's say the weather changes um, and, and it's a sunny day. And you throw a ball up in the air. What's the ball going to do? It's going to come ball. back down. Yeah. Now, let's say the weather changes and it's rainy and windy and you throw the ball up in the air. What's the ball going to do? It's gonna come back down. Come back down. The, the laws don't change. The weather changes, right? In fact, change is the driver in real estate sales. Change. Not the economy. Change in the economy. Change is the driver. And change is what gives us sustenance. And change is where opportunity comes from. In fact, opportunity can be defined like this change is nothing other than opportunity heading in new directions. So we have to develop the ability to identify those directions and surf in that way rather than surf against it. This is a skill, this is a mindset. And that mental and behavioral combination is a game changer in terms of identifying now business. Yeah, it absolutely
1: makes sense. I love it. All right. Um, I'm curious again, I have so many questions, but I want want to know, I want to know what number three is. And then, then I'll dig into a couple more questions, but what is What's the third reason that, that, you know, holds agents
0: back? Well, they serve. And again, I need to define, uh, there's a difference I would say between serving the customer and customer service. Now we should all have great customer service. Come on. If you're working with somebody, you got to treat them well, you got to take care of them. And you know what? You got to get the job done and you got to get it done right. That's customer service. I take it for granted as a coach that you people are going to provide great customer service. I don't teach that. I take it for granted. You're going to do that. But serving the client is something else. Because remember, you don't work for your client. You don't even work for your broker. You work for yourself. And you have to understand the difference. So, this idea that the customer is king, the customer is always right. I get them philosophically, and they have their place in the pantheon of coaching. But really, if someone tells you to jump, you don't have to jump. I want agents to start learning to be the door instead of the door mat, agents get run over by this idea that they have to do what their client wants. You don't, you have to do what works in your business to make you successful and not be hijacked by the whims of a seller or a potential buyer. That doesn't mean you don't want to provide great customer service. And I certainly want you to be friendly and nice, but he or she who wags the tail their most and who offers to be available at all times and to be contacted anytime and they'll get back in touch is the agent that's headed for a train wreck. If that's their main approach, there's more to it than that. And you have to respect the fact that you're your own boss. You represent your broker and you service your client, but you work for yourself. So I like agents to make that distinction. So so tell me, tell me more about that
1: in this, in this uh, modern age where I think over, I mean, I've been in real estate 18 years, about half as long as you, but I think you've probably felt the shift over your career of this more immediacy of our society, right? Yes. And, and the responsiveness people are looking for, and if they don't get it, I have a lot of agents say, well, worried they're going to go somewhere else. How does that tie into this, what you're discussing
0: here? Well, again, uh, a now model does not uh, depend on responsiveness. Why? Because you're already responding. It's now. It's the future model where you got to be the one that pings back before someone else and hope that it all works out. And you know what? In my model, if someone, if their rubric, if their way of measuring is who gets first back to them, they're probably not my kind of client. You see, I practice the client profile. The client profile is five tenants. Do they want help? Do they need help? Are they willing to let me help them? Are they willing to work with me exclusively? And are they ready to perform now? I'm looking for people who fit that. Now, sometimes they aren't exclusively with me, and I should know that going in, or sometimes they're a little uncooperative. You, you know what it's like. You've got some clients that are tough. So I'm not looking for perfection here, but I want viability. And if I don't have reasonable viability, I keep talking to people and identify someone who's reasonably viable and that's how it works. So I don't have to get caught up in that he or she, who is the fastest or the mostest or the biggest. So
1: it sounds like you believe there's an abundance of potential clients out there and I'm not pushing back. I'm the same to Make sure I'm, I'm understanding. And so the, the problem, the challenge is a lot of agents spend time working with people that aren't a good fit for them. And so, and they don't have the time and they go find the ones that are better
0: fit. Totally, totally. See, agents, they misunderstand how time is actually helping or hurting them. The truth is agents want leads. You know, they want clients. They want money. They want opportunity. But none of that's actually limited. What's limited is time. Time is your most valuable resource because it is your most limited resource. Once today is gone, you can never get it back and you have one less coming to you for the rest of your life. And that's how it works. So if you don't make today pay, if you don't take advantage of today, if you don't put a high value on your time and working with somebody who might do something and who isn't treating you right is lowering your value estimation of yourself. There's so much opportunity because that's how life is set up. Remember, life is based on change. It's the paradox of life. Change is constant. And change is simply opportunity going in new directions. And so once you tune into that and you learn how to identify the opportunities that are under the surface, but once you get the reveal, they're actionable, game on. Most agents never learn how to do that, Jesse.
1: Interesting. And it, so is it, when you say, when they learn to do that, is that the discovery mode piece you're talking about? Is that how yes. they learn to do it?
0: Okay. Yes. I mean, you open the door with uh, your mindset, you know, Hey, there's opportunity there somewhere. And then you walk through that door when you get into discovery mode and right. that's the high skill in the business. And, and, Far and the,
1: the mindset piece. I mean, it's so interesting because you hear a lot of people complain, Oh, agents are lazy, right? Agents are lazy agents are this. Um, I think if you take the premise that you said that agents aren't lazy, they want to work, but when you start going out there and you'll jump on anything that's breathing or moving, and then you spend so much time there, and then you start to realize, well, then you get develop a mindset of, well, none of these buyers or sellers are any good because you're working with people that aren't any good, then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where you stop doing as much. It's so interesting.
0: Yeah. Remind me to send you something I call the loop of failure and then contrasted with it in the graphic, in the infographic is the loop of success. And you'll see that process outlined. It's vivid. Agents get stuck in that loop and it teaches them defeat. Interesting.
1: All right. What's number four? The fourth way that uh, agents are
0: held back. Okay. Number four in my little list here is agents complicate, (laughs) you know, I I can be guilty of this. I remember early in my career, I was always trying to build a better system, a better mousetrap, you know, and I was going to do it better than that top producer I saw on that panel or that person that was on that, you know, at that guest uh, seminar or whatever. I was going to, I was going to take what they did and I was going to make it better. And I was going to create things. I started a program called the Fred X club and we knocked off an Amex card and, my clients would get that. And then they would get a 10% discount on services in the community. It could be dry cleaning. It could be at restaurants and this whole huge brouhaha we developed to keep clients loyal and stay in touch with them. And then one day, one client said to me, they said, you know, Fred, I don't really care about any of that stuff. I just want to make sure you can do what I need. (laughs) Right. And it was like, uh, here, we're doing all this work. And we were giving closing gifts. We had a garage full of them. People didn't really care about that. They wanted to be handled well. They wanted their escrow to happen successfully. They wanted to get sold. Those were the things they wanted. So we decided rather than trying to please people and give them all these things, we would provide this incredible service. And therefore, they would want more and they would bring us gifts. And that's our standard today. Our clients bring us gifts.
1: (laughs) I love it. I I just I love that one. By the way, if you're on here with us live and you have questions for Fred, you are welcome to ask, but we do these things live. So anyone who's on agentpowerhuddle.com, right? Just, just jump in, type in the chat box, unmute yourself. Um, and I've got plenty more, but I, we actually got through all five this time, Fred, which is which I love because then no, I can go back was, and I can that ask was That was number four.
0: That was number four. There's I know, one but more. we
1: got 10 minutes and we got one more. Let's so do it. I, so I can
0: do I can do number five quick, and that's agents avoid. You know, we're real good at rationalizing. <laughs> We're real good at arts and crafts. We're real good at the psychological term, creative avoidance. You know, if we would just get down to the basics that matter most, so much more good things would happen to us in our real estate career. But most agents are a little muddled, frankly, on what those things are. And again, if they get into a future model in that, that thing, and they don't understand that opportunity is there for them. So why look for it? Let's keep busy trying to build, you know, something in the future. And since they don't have anything, let's work with that. Maybe, you know, and make the worst mistake in the business of trying to turn a maybe into a yes. And they they don't have the right standards. They don't have that client profile. And, and they don't realize there's more opportunity if you know how to identify it. Because life is set up that way. There's always opportunity. It's just not always obvious. So you have to have this skill to identify it. If agents knew all that, they'd stop avoiding their success because that's really what's happening. You know, think of the pyramid of success, people. everybody imagine that pyramid and you know how there's only a few at the top. You know what the number one reason why there are only a few at the top is? Why the others won't go there. Hmm. The only barrier to entry is that six inch space between your two ears
1: interesting so so, so. I mean, obviously this is the, your coaching program, the production model, this is covered in that in depth, but if you can give us just a little bit, because the things you've talked about, as you stack up these five, it makes sense. What are the only things that matter, right? It's, it sounds like you're driving towards learning the skill of discovery mode and the activities they should be doing. What should these agents, what should, what doesn't matter if you're new or experienced, what should agents be doing? If you're on now focus.
0: Just four things. It's a simple uh four-step process. Now remember, simple is physical, easy is mental. <laughs> okay. So ah, or oh, you know, that's a mental thing. <laughs> okay. But it's still just four steps. Okay. Two of them are are paradigm shifts and likely a, you know a head turn, like, oh, really? That kind of thing. And two of them are kind of classics. I'll tell you the classics. One, you got to be talking to people. If you're not talking to people, You're not, you're not up to bat. You don't have a chance today. So that that's one of them. And I help agents understand that and show them how to get in that rhythm of talking to people each day Two, the more obvious is you got to make today pay. If you're not making today pay, what day are you going to make pay? And you have to be able to track that and stay on that track of viability today. That urgency piece, is key. And that possibility piece, talking to people so you have a chance is key. But they're not the paradigm shifts exactly of these other two of the four. The first one has to do, and we've talked about it, how opportunity works. Most agents believe that opportunity is a good thing, more is better, but that it's scare, scarce, rare, fleeting, not always available, hard to hang on to. And you better get it before you miss it, and you better get it before someone else does. That's all scarcity thinking. None of that actually applies. You have to learn that because change is constant in life and everybody lives somewhere that everybody's real estate wants and needs are always subject to change in some way, shape, or form, or they know of someone's who are changing and you have to develop the ability to identify that change. So that mental thing has to paradigm has to shift. And then that fourth thing is you have to reverse the flow of information. What I mean is in real estate traditionally and in modern times, We're taught to keep the flow of information and conversation going from us to the public. That's what advertising is. That's what social media is. That's what branding is. That's what scripts and dialogues are. That's what presentations are. Outflow. And you have to learn to reverse the flow and get information coming towards you within your casual conversations with people. Could be at an open house could be in a presentation, could be at the Java store. Got to get into that mode of getting information to come your way so that you will get a reveal of an actionable direction. So the four things all together, you got to be more open to how opportunity works and take advantage of that, one. Two, you got to make your job, one, talking to people. Three, you got to do it in a way that works. Discovery, information coming your way. And four, you got to do it today not tomorrow, gonna do, will kill you in this business. Is there a certain amount of conversations? I mean, you said track it. I mean,
1: I know you're not just like a go talk to X amount of people. There's a lot more that goes into that. But do you give agents a
0: guideline of if they're not doing the business they want to be doing right now, where they should start? Yes, we have in my program, something we call your talk to template. And we show you how to structure your day. See, agents think that prospecting is scheduled and I get it that you might schedule it, but it's really not. It has to be a part of your fiber. It has to be a professional way of life. It has to be uh, the way you're structured. It has to be your default. In other words, let's say I'm involved with my 90 year old plus parents and I get a call and mom isn't feeling well. I'm going to put everything else on the back burner and I'm going to deal with my mom. Okay. And let's say, okay, false alarm. uh, She's feeling better. Everything's good. My default is I go back into talking to people, but that's not the default of other agents. They go do other things until tomorrow and then they get back on track. So your structure should be that you're talking to people and you should set your day up that way so that even if you get knocked off track, you default back into it. Agents don't do that. No, makes total sense. All right. Uh, uh, how do people find out more
1: about you? Is it FredWilsonCoaching.com? Is that the best? Or where do, I, where, where do people find out more about you?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ways. We're in fact right now in production on a new webinar. Um, but there is a current webinar. If you go to fredwilsoncoaching.com, I teach uh, three lessons. It's great. And you can buy the program if you want, by the way, uh, (laughs) you're hearing it here. First, the cost of the program is going up because, uh, that's what all our research shows us. People are making all this money and totally willing to pay more. We have to do a better job of getting people to understand the value. That's why you do a good webinar, right? But the point is you can go watch that webinar and you can buy or not buy. There's no pressure. Um, you could listen to my podcast. That's uh, make today pay. Uh, Fred Wilson available anywhere. You could go to fredwilsonpodcast.com and receive a free report and start to get little freebies and little, uh, you know, inexpensive offers that will help you learn to do this. You can Google me, I think, on YouTube uh, or YouTube me on Google or however that works. And, uh, you know, I give talks and lessons and things. So there's lots of resources there for you. Um, But the point is to get yourself into this now model in a way that's skillful. The money will start to flow.
1: I I love it, and every time you're here, Fred, I just I enjoy talking to you, and I really believe that for so many agents, like this is a missing piece, and it's just it's very different than I mean I I know a lot of coaches, a lot of trainers, there's some great ones out there. It's just a very different. Uh, viewpoint on it. So I really appreciate it.
0: Well, you know, if somebody says to me, Fred, how do I learn to to build my brand? How do I learn to stay in touch with people and do videos? I I send them to Krista. If, if, if somebody says, Fred, how do I build my team? How do I build my business administrative? I send them to Dirk Zeller. I mean, I'm for coaching. I do just this one specific thing as a coach. And for me in my business, it's the number one thing that matters. I love it.
1: All right. Any last piece of anything you want to leave people with before we wrap up today?
0: Gosh, you know, I guess it's this this whole thing about opportunity in life. You know, it's been such a game changer for me. I wrote a book about it. We have a new program. We're going into production here into the year early 2023 called The Gift of Opportunity in which I'm going to teach people, not just in real estate, but around the world, how opportunity actually works. We don't really understand. We just take so much for granted. And so much of that is not accurate. There's always opportunity for you. That is not the question. The question is, do you recognize it? That's skill. Learn that skill, game on. I
1: love it. Even though it's not a Monday, it feels like a Monday. This is a great way to start after Independence Day. Happy Independence Day to everybody. Fred, thanks for being here. Everybody else, good to see you guys. Have a good morning. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.